0: Hello! Welcome to Mass Liberation Radio on
1: 97.7. I'm Lily. And I'm Kaylee. It's nice to be back, um, reunited yes. after two long weeks. I missed you. Yeah, I missed you too. I, w- I feel like I had a mental breakdown when I interviewed Dias <laughs> Dixon from Eddie House because I just like had to redo over and over again. Like I was like, I'm thrown off because Lily's not here. <laughs> no, we need each other. Yeah, I really felt like I needed you. I can't do this show without
0: you. No, I can't do it without you. I enjoyed my interview, but it was not the same. Yeah. It was not the uh, yeah, same. Yeah, I enjoyed
1: my interview as well. Like, not to say that, but yeah, it was. I was, it was a mess. Yeah. <laughs> we need each other. We are real solidarity. Yes.
0: Uh, so uh, we are so excited for our show today. We decided since so much has happened in the last couple of weeks, we're just going to do each other. So we have... Um, some great stuff coming up. We're going to talk, of course, about the Capitol insurrection. Um, Micaiah Lee's anniversary was uh, this past week, and
1: um, and some other stuff. Mm-hmm. Some of your special projects.
0: Oh yeah, I have some special projects mm-hmm. I started because yes. I was just so bored. apparently.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I'm so proud of you and um, uh, your inspiration to all and to me. So thank
0: you. You too. We we build each other up. You're a good friend. We're new friends. People don't really know that. We haven't been <laughs> friends for that long in comparison to other friends, but she's a better friend than most of my <laughs> older friends. Yeah. Yeah. If you're an older friend and you're
1: listening, you ain't got nothing on Kaylee. It's because I don't uh, play a music instrument. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Great. Yes. <laughs> so
0: you are tuned in to Mass Liberation Radio 97.7 KWNK. We are possible because of all of the amazing contributors and community members, over 50 DJs. Um, shout out to, I was listening to Dr. Dilworth this weekend, and it's so lovely to hear their voice. I think Dr. Dilworth has the best voice, like the best radio yeah. voice I've ever heard. I really appreciate them.
1: Yeah, I'll have to check them out. Shout out to the Moonlit Disco, or. um home girl anna 's show uh, in solidarity to her show she 's awesome, and she helped create our zines for the family's events so yeah shout her out
0: yes, yeah, so many people make all of these things possible um, and then a really cool thing happened too It premiered January eleventh a local a native revolutionary friend, um, Nino Santo released a new song called Broken Minds. So we're going to go ahead and listen to that and then we'll come on back and talk about the
1: Capitol. Dun dun dun. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Trees down, really cutting down me. Nature's just a mirror, reflecting suffering. It's the sadness, it's the hatred in my heart. It's getting kind of late, like I gotta play my part. But I had it, it's saddest. Of my birth. Sickness of the earth, the silence of my words, destructive tendencies. When I made myself a slave, I don't want to live this way. So my spirit's gonna say, by any means necessary. Malcolm X with my fists in the sky, drum beats in my chest. We stay blessed and depressed at the same time, but y'all don't hear me, so I'm spitting it in dope rhymes, lines and lyrics. I tell you not to fear it. I'm asking, can you hear it? I'm asking, can you feel this? And I am home now. Depression is my hometown, screaming from the bottom. It's the language of my soul now. Broken minds, broken lies, broken minds, broken. broken minds we broken minds broken broken, broken broken minds broken minds broken broken, broken, broken broken mask, broken <coughs> How else was I created? I'm moving past the fear, my heart is elevated, I'm related, I got the struggle in my veins It's the native holocaust, we survivors of the pain of progress Whatever people want to call it, pay for it blood, to my body alcohol in Spirits haunted. can't be broken so they kill us in the streets, and it happens to around 365 degrees In Guatemala, in Mexico, Puerto Rico, I'm moving like a nico, bringing music to the people In the states, it's the movement of the slaves who recorded all their pains And the rhythms that they made It's blues rock in the, the soul, music never lose it The beauty or the soul, in it's outside man Med- egg, it turned to struggle, beautiful Fathers turn it cold, but we do this for the old days Broken minds, broken minds, broken minds Broken, broken minds, broken, lines. broken minds Broken, broken, minds Broken, broken, broken minds broken broken, 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 broken minds So we're flowing for the victims and the grief And the slaves and the ships and the bodies and the seas Refugees, children with the mothers These be some of the most desperate of ours this is for my people that's trying to cross the desert. Dying of thirst in the Arizona weather. POC's rich in culture and creation, so they take it, appropriate it, mass produce it. What I'm saying is, conquest continues everywhere on earth. Lines in the dirt, man, feel my words. Escucha mi palabra, la conquista nunca para Las hermanas violadas con las cuerpos desechadas. Zapatista y rebelde, tapándose la cara con manana capuchada. Y las balas nunca paran para salen de mi mente. De repente son mi calma, hecho mi calma. Gente, broken broken minds, broken, broken minds. This, this is, this is for my people that's fighting in the jungle. Concrete beat, revolutionary. us So we die on our feet, we won't live on our knees. Fury the with the calmness of a bridge Hit our faces, cause we're faceless, like the struggles of all races. Racists hate us, they don't see us, they only touch us when they bleed us. Or when they beat us in the streets Buried us in dirt, didn't realize we're absence. Now we're rising from the ground, revolutionary sound Making actions like a verb with the substance of a noun Knuckles moves the bloody scrubbing up pound for pound These stories feelin' heavy, I'ma drop to the sound beat dropping like a body that got shot by the pigs Middle finger rhymes, go and play for your kids It's broken minds, broken lives, broken, 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 broken minds, broken, broken minds Broken lives, broken minds, broken, broken minds Broken lives, broken, broken, broken minds, broken, broken minds a balance on the truth balance on the youth balance on the truth balance on the you, balance on the truth it's a balance on the you, balance on the truth balance on the youth balance on the truth balance on the youth it's a balance on oh balance on yo balance on yo balance on yo balance on yo it's the silence of yo silence up yo silence up yo silence up yo silence up yo it's the silence of the truth balance on the youth silence in the truth silence in the youth balance on the youth it's a balance on the truth balance on the youth balance on the truth balance on the youth balance on the truth.
0: What's up? We are back. Mass Liberation Radio 97.7 K-Wink. I'm Lily.
1: I'm Kaylee, and that was Nino Santo with Broken Minds. That was dope. The video is great. Yeah, it was very powerful with the uh, burn forest in the back. And uh, yeah, just all the details in the video were great.
0: And this person has an interview, too, that I really love on here um, about how they learned their native language. Like, a really... Really interesting, extremely intelligent um human that we are blessed enough to have in the area. And I know he does a show on K Wink too, so shout out to Nina Santo. That was dope. Very, very refreshing to see. Um, also just a powerful speaker. I didn't I didn't know that he was a musician. We were talking about this while it was playing. I didn't know he was a musician and then uh, but I heard him speak at the Indigenous Day of Rage. And when he said that he uh, was a lyricist, it was not a surprise because he's so well-spoken. And so just such a powerful speaker. Yeah, a dope video again. So shout out to you. Um. So, <laughs> so I don't really know how to lead into this because, yeah. you know, it's never happened in the mm-hmm. history of ever. But I don't know if anyone was aware there was a mini revolution. <laughs> I
1: hope everyone is aware
0: I by hope now. everyone is aware. Yeah. And some crazy stories are coming out that I'm not like that surprised, but also surprised.
1: Yes. I mean, I think one of the biggest components is that, was it wasn't an inside job. I would say yes. That's just my opinion. But... Yes.
0: So, um... There was a representative that said their uh, panic buttons were ripped yes. out, and that is not uh, easy to do. And mm-hmm. that per that, um, that representative had that office before, so now when I go into the work to the office, I'm checking my yeah. checking my panic buttons every day. Um, yeah, and and there were a lot of. It was a depiction of what we've been saying this whole time where, you know, white supremacy and the Trump administration and their supporters, their fanatics and cops all have this one common thread of white supremacy, right? So uh, seeing them all collaborate for this uh, despicable event was Shocking! I could not believe what I was seeing. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was hard to watch it because it was just like uh, you know, right wingers scaling buildings, yeah. or stealing things, uh, going and and sitting um, in representative's office, stealing their Writing mail, and looting. Yes. <laughs> and looting yeah.
0: on a Wednesday. Why don't they have jobs?
1: Yeah. I mean, I I know I've had conversations with comrades that, like, they think a lot of these people were middle class because they ha- could afford to take off on a Wednesday.
0: Yeah. And um, a lot of folks in Reno, too, were finding yes. out were
1: there. Um, Lawyer Joy Gilbert. <laughs>
0: Who will hopefully be disbarred or something. I mean, I don't... There need to be consequences for these actions. Already, um, they haven't suffered the consequences that a that a black, brown, or a disabled person or an LGBTQIA person has... You know, there was one time where uh, protesting for disabilities, they were taking people Sorry. in wheelchairs... Um, Out, You know, and stuff like that. So it's not, it's really, it was just these folks were able to literally saunter in and just do whatever. I mean, they pushed their ways in and they did whatever. And there were some irony, some moments of irony. And there were people that died and... There
1: was only a four-year warning that
0: something like this would happen, and that's what's so frustrating, is that...
1: The FBI also warned, like, days before, too, that something was going to happen. Yeah, Joey Gilbert not just went to the siege, but he spoke at the siege. He's also a part of a, like, realty group, so... I can't remember which one at the time right now, but look that up and make sure you don't use their services.
0: And also, you know, I saw a business owner who asked Joey Gilbert. I'm pretty sure this is the same one who asked mm-hmm. Joey Gilbert to protect their business. And then in the same when this happened, condemned the acts. You can't do both. You don't get to do both. Mm-hmm. They This was never about protecting um law enforcement, and this was never about protecting mm-hmm. businesses. This was about preserving white supremacy, and that's what we saw.
1: Exactly. I think it was ironic that a police officer actually died, and video surfaced of um, police officers getting um, crushed yeah. by the door by stampedes of people, yeah. so it was never about Blue Lives Matter. No,
0: and beating them with Blue Lives Matter yeah. flags.
1: <laughs> it was...
0: <laughs> and there was... There was somebody else that was trampled holding a Don't Tread on Me flag. There were yes. a lot of very confusing. Th- it was as if every meme and argument had been disproven in one day. Yeah, It was all of those arguments that those people, you know, engaged in on social media, all just crumbling before our eyes. Um, And it was also really interesting to see and kind of nice to see that they still went through and, and counted the vote. I thought that was kind of cool.
1: Mhm. Yeah, and now it like kind of turned into this like impeachment after people saw this and I really hope um I like I think and I hope that after this event uh people who didn't see A lot of in the discrepancies how the police treated uh, Black Lives Matter protesters versus how they treated right wing protesters see that now because on center stage I hope people like it. it, I think it it was an eye opener for a lot of people.
0: Yeah hopefully hopefully it's undeniable at this Mm -hmm. point you cannot. We can no longer unsee know. it. No, you cannot <laughs> unsee it, and because
1: there are videos that surface of a uh, police officers actually letting people in, letting protesters in. They're like yes. right
0: this way, down the hall to the left, yes. basically. <laughs> like, oh, wipe your feet off. There's tea in the kitchen. You mm-hmm. know, um, and there also there was a a dark side where there's a person that I follow, um, a photojournalist, that took some photos of black Trump supporters and they were getting pepper sprayed and Mm -hmm. maced. And it was simply just, you know, there was one marching with, uh, with a Trump hat on and behind him, somebody was marching with like a Ku Klux Klan flag. And I was just like, how, how did we get so lost?
1: You Mm -hmm. know, like how
0: did this happen?
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it, it was a sad day, not the saddest day in U.S. history, but it was, uh, you know, pretty shocking and scary. I know, especially for you, since you work at the legislature and you guys kind of like shut down that day. But like you mentioned earlier, uh, Representative Ayanna Presley's yeah. office was attacked and she's a black woman. She has alpecia. There's a lot of anti-maskers coming yeah. into the capitol. She's vulnerable. Um, and those
0: people, the janitors cleaning up yeah um one, I'm trying to remember who it was because i I always have remembered this about um Asian cultures are more respectful of their environments in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. especially um as far as like cleanliness um in Japan there aren't janitors mm-hmm. every day for in schools and kids um clean up after themselves and there um there was a representative that was cleaning the floor and it was just you know it, it was it was very weird to just see all of these things happening at you know i i didn't i didn't know what to do i couldn't make sense of anything
1: yeah i know um, i saw one video of a lady saying this she really felt like this was the revolution against yeah. Uh, communism. Yeah,
0: and- which we I mean, we we wish that all of the things they thought were about to happen or not. But yeah, it was Andy Kim, Representative Andy Kim, um, cleaning up on his hands and knees. Wow, cleaning up, and that that's the kind of leadership that. We need to see. I've always said, like, people need to be able to sit on the ground and be one of the people, not just look around and be like, I'm a representative. I don't clean mm-hmm. things happen. Um, it was nice to see. It's unfortunate that it took this for some folks to come together. And, mm-hmm. it's get, and it took this for some folks to see that you cannot reach across the aisle to some people. Mm-hmm. It's just not going to happen. We cannot. I yeah. mean, you can reach across the aisle and get your hand bit off. Mm-hmm. But, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah, just it was a just drastic um a comparison, and I know there were a lot of photos circulating social media of how the police interacted with BLM protesters versus uh, the siege at the Capitol, and a lot of people argued. Even a sheriff um, in Washoe County argued, "Well, you know, the Capitol is our property; we pay for that." Well, that might be true, doesn't mean it's right, and you know, um, we really just saw that how. Police officers are really there to protect private property, and that's all they care about, and that's why they were so violent to BLM protesters because we're actually uh, making change and uh, shifting things, while they were just letting um, right wingers in because these are they weren't going to do anything. Those were their folks. Yeah, they
0: had no demands. (laughs) (laughs) No, they had a demand, but that's just not how you do it. Mm -hmm. That's certainly not how. Um, And also, it was interesting to watch them like not know what to do at the end. Um, there is somebody who is speaking about it, how um the media and our society doesn't really inform what you do after you do something like that. Like, you don't know what happens after you kill someone. All we see is, like, the shooting happen mm-hmm. and the person dies, and then we don't know what the character who shot them, like, what they do right after, which is why... Like Kyle Rittenhouse kind of trotted away, Mm -hmm. you know, because he didn't really know what to do. He was like dazed and confused. And that's kind of what happened here. Like they went in, they effed stuff up, and then their leader
1: said, They're all very good and he loves them very much, but
0: please go home.
1: Kyle Rittenhouse really pisses me off. Yeah. There's photos circulating with his shirt. Yes, with him Ugh. at a bar with his mom, who's, I guess it's all right in certain states, where you could be underage, and if you're with a parent, go drinking, wearing no mask, and wearing a shirt that says... Free as F. Free as, yeah, F. <laughs> well,
0: you know, uh, yeah, and then also that... Just very arrogant. That tool that, you know, the one in the, the Viking horns, <laughs> the bear skin, whatever, he, you know, requested... Organic food because he's on a strict shamanistic diet and there's so many things wrong with that. Number one, you can't be white and be a shaman. Don't at me. Yeah.
1: Number two, like uh, the our government didn't provide um, undocumented people with soap or toothpaste or basic need right. products, but they're gonna bend over backwards to give this man who's Pretty much a terrorist uh, or the, this group of people try to start a coup. I know Robert Reich uh, had that um, analysis. Um, give them organic food and uh, uh, do special favors for this individual.
0: Your kids don't get organic food. At yeah. private school, you don't get organic food. Hot yeah. lunch. Like You cannot get organic food for your kids at school. Um, and people um, in custody have also requested halal and they mm-hmm. don't get it or it's spoiled and it just unfortunately just ripped open all of the wounds. But I think it was, again, fortunate, kind of like um, all of the other injustices we've seen recently. It really shows and paints a picture of the America that some of us know um, exists and has always existed. And those people who say, you know, this is not who we are and whatever, you really, really need to stop saying that. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's absolutely who we are. And this is absolutely, those people, that that is cultural. That is North American uh, colonized culture to come in, act like it's yours, take Mm -hmm. whatever you want, disrespect it, make a mess, leave and uh, suffer very little consequences or at Mm -hmm. least less consequence than Um, anybody else if they would have done it
1: from a different background. That is your culture. Mm -hmm. I think there's a lot of funny things about it too. It's like if they had just worn masks, their identity would be hidden, you know, but they're just smiling in all the pictures. So like, just really like going into this knowing like, you know, if they do suffer consequences, I'm glad like a lot of them are getting, you know, arrested. But I think they really thought they weren't gonna receive any consequences. And that's I mean, they're kind of right about that, you know. right? They didn't die. Like, you know, there wasn't Uh, I mean, there was pepper spray, but it wasn't like to the degree of the uh, BLM protesters, it wasn't to
0: the degree of (laughs) the Reno exactly. That's what I'm thinking about, yeah. Yeah, like (laughs) it wasn't Hillary Sheehy would have had their heads, yeah. Um, yeah, and the thing that's really scary is the people who did mask up and the people who were like had flex cuffs and all of that tactical gear, those are the people I'm worried about. They found a bunch of IUDs,
1: Mm -hmm. um.
0: I know That's there was a guy that wore scary. his
1: work badge, though. Like... Yeah, that that
0: <laughs> Yeah, there were some like those were really good distractions from the people that actually did get a lot of stuff done, like put in pipe bombs mm-hmm. and uh, didn't mask up and were very difficult to recognize. There was an Olympic gold medalist that, or yeah,
1: medalist I saw too. There was a son of a judge or something, or a politician of, in
0: Brooklyn. Yeah. yeah, just so I yeah, despicable. Shame mm-hmm. on all of them, and and also. I want to put my feet on Auntie Bluth's.
1: <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't steal her mail. That's federal. No, I would but... never steal her mail. But <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: there have been a couple of times where I have not agreed with Lucille Bluth.
1: Yes, uh. she does look like Lucille when I saw that. She has like the same white suit. She's yeah.
0: <laughs> what could rented food cost for nine months? Six hundred dollars. Yeah. <laughs> I hope some people got their stimulus checks out there. If you're eating sushi while listening.
1: Or something. I did get my stimulus check. Congratulations! On, cool. It's not going to last me though. So you got <laughs> but... more than one? No, I, oh, you I got, mean, like, you got the twelve hundred. That one took a long time. This one was surprisingly fast for me. That's
0: good. <laughs> I've heard that. I um did not get the second one. No. But I'm hoping for job. the
1: $2,000. Come yeah. on. $2,000. It's so Still sad that like
0: that's not even a good amount of money. And we're like, please. Yes.
1: Oh, boy. I mean, yeah, there's so many people uh, unemployed right now, including myself. And it's really tough out there. Yeah.
0: So. It, even being employed, actually, I don't know. I have I've been pretty much unemployed and uh, yeah. having to wait
1: 20 days for my first paycheck. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my yeah. God. Please. It's just sad because I see, like, um, one of our comrades posted, you know, please donate if you can. People are using, you know, GoFundMe, yeah. Facebook, Um Fundraisers, birthday fundraisers, like I need money for um, rent. My yeah. ran out of unemployment benefits. It's either like you run out or you don't get them at all. Like yeah. you know,
0: yeah. And it's and it's everybody just helping each other. I just I have yet to see like a very rich person help everybody, which says a lot of amazing things about our um, our community, but a lot of really sad things about our structures and capitalism as a whole. And with that um Kaylee's been digging into the um, Kwame and she has a really nice a nice speech. Um, and we're going to go ahead and play that.
1: We're, we're going to play the Fred Hampton one first. Oh, you're going to play the yes. Fred Hampton one first. Yeah. This one is a speech uh, by Fred Hampton. I think it really speaks to um, some of the things uh, about how we have to fight fascism uh, with uh, our, the display of the Capitol we just saw. So uh,
0: When we come back, we are going to talk about... Lee and his anniversary and some updates on the case there you're listening to mass liberation radio 97.7 kwnk
3: black people need some peace white people need some peace and we are going to have to fight we're going to have to struggle we're going to have to struggle relentlessly to bring about some peace because the people that we're asking for peace they're a bunch of megalomaniac warmongers, and they don't even understand what peace means. And so we've got to fight them. We've got to struggle with them to make them understand what peace means. Bobby Seale is going through all types of physical and mental torture. But that's all right, because we said, even before this happened, and we're going to say it after this, and after I'm locked up, and after everybody's locked up, that you can jail revolutionary, but you can't jail a revolution. Bye might want to liberate like Aaron Cleave out the country, but you can't run liberation out the country. You might murder a freedom fighter like Bobby Hutton, but you can't murder freedom fighting. And if you do, you'll come up with answers that don't answer, explanations that don't explain. you come up with conclusions that don't conclude. And you come up with people that you thought you'd be acting like pigs that's acting like people and moving on pigs. And that's what we've got to do. So we're going to see about Bobby, regardless of what these people think we should do. Because school is not important, and work is not important. nothing's more important than stopping fascism, because fascism will stop us all. We're going to see about Bobby, because Bobby came and all about
0: us. Yeah, that's power. I love that. Love that speech. And it's so true. You can jail a revolutionary, but not the revolution. And to be clear, we are not saying that, that those people were revolutionaries. Mm-hmm. Um, but they are still citizens, and they are, they they should be mad. Yes. They're just mad about the wrong thing. Yes. So, like, I want them to bring that same energy for literally everything else.
1: Yeah, I, I thought it was really important that uh, Fred Hampton said, like, we got to fight fascism. It's the most important thing. Or it's going to stop us all. And I don't think, you know, people are really consciously thinking about you know, this is a, a problem that's going to affect my life. Yeah. You know, when all of a sudden, you know, one day, you know, the Capitol's is under attack and you might be somewhere where, you know, uh someone shows up with guns. I know Joey, our own Joey Gilbert showed up to the Black Lives Matter vigil armed, you know. and A bunch just... of them
0: did and mm-hmm. a bunch of people stood by and let them happen and cops were waving at them and letting it happen. And it was not time for us to have a hug moment with them. Mm-hmm. Like that, it's not... It really is uh, threatening to our actual freedoms.
1: Yeah. So if we want freedom, we need to really um, figure out how to stop fascism, um, as the wise words of Fred Hampton would say.
0: Yes, absolutely. And you know, and we know what happened to him.
1: Yeah, he was so young, twenty years old.
0: Yeah. All yeah, all of them so young. Um. So. Oof sorry it makes oh. me so sad. Sometimes I, I think about what it would be like if like if we could just keep five black panthers. Mm-hmm. If we could have just kept five. Um I know Dr. West was here recently and he said point blank people have to be willing to die and mm-hmm. that's why these folks did get the result they did cuz they were willing to mm-hmm. die and that's why um the struggle for Black freedom is still happening because we are willing to. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: that's revolutionary suicide. Hugh yeah. Newton's whole, he has a whole book about it, which is yeah. really great. Um, but yeah, I, I completely agree. And I think a lot of organizers um, don't really understand the way of things. You have to be willing to put your life on the line. Uh, you know, like a lo- over the summer, a lot of white protesters were uh, in front of Black protesters. I think that's a great way. Yeah. You know, but it's just like, yeah, every time you go out, there's a risk um to your well-being and so yeah we have to pretty much uh, be able to die for uh the cause so child- children now can have a brighter future
0: yeah absolutely because right now it's looking pretty bleak yeah <laughs> for, um for our tiny like revolutionaries like Oct- tavia butler
1: uh dystopian novel yeah oof, for real, real <laughs> for real everyone's talking about how it's like uh george orwellian but i don't know if that's People are using that accurately, or uh, yeah, it's very I mean, accurate. People say like they
0: they do that with Kafka too. People are like, "Oh, that's Kafka-esque," and I'm like, "Have you read Kafka?" Because I don't think I'm describing <laughs> situation, but I it probably is. Mm-hmm. Um, and speaking of you know fascism, Lee's <laughs> anniversary of his death was just this past week, and that. He obviously had a very clear understanding of um, the way the system works. Um, dying by cop should not be a thing.
1: Mm-hmm. That shouldn't be a way how you die by no, suicide. But he knew all. as a young black man that, that that's it was a easiest... surefire way yep. to end it. And, yeah, um, just, like, reiterating, Kylie needed help that day. Um, If it weren't, you know, if maybe Robert, Ryan Patterson and Erica DeSouz weren't uh, working, he would still be alive today. Yeah. They were, uh, like, two-time killer cops. Um, There was a really beautiful memorial at the intersection of Rock Boulevard and south mccarran um balloons were um let go in his honor candles were lit family members were there you know just uh shouting out his name wishing that um he was here um it was yeah it was a very beautiful moment but also very sad
0: yeah i just no, no mother or person ever should have to deal with the death of a child or a Mm -hmm. beloved one and that um is a really good example of how um fascism can transcend those color lines too you know mm-hmm. um Anne marie Grant and so many other people mm-hmm. some that we've had on the show they're you don't have to be black to die by the police. they are like in some ways there are blue lives like they don't they do not feel like they are citizens they are above the law and above um the statue, the stature of a citizen and um you can see that by the overuse of force that they that they have. And there's still five, five others that were killed by Reno or Sparks PD that have not received a ruling of death, a, you know, a body mm-hmm. ham or or police report. Um, so we'll have to get to work on those too. Um, mm-hmm. feel free anyone else if you'd like to help um, I saw a thing that I wanted to, I, I wanted to bring up cause it came, it came up and I think we talked about it privately a lot. Um, something came up saying, you know, organizers do this and that and this, and you know, you can help. And there are so many people that, well, they will, although it's appreciated, they will thank us for what we do. And instead of that, it would be so cool if they just did something, you know? Yeah. And then it's like, like as if. You know we didn't make the mess, but we're still mm-hmm. cleaning up like you can just get down and grab mm-hmm. a broom, yeah, it doesn't take <laughs> a special person mm-hmm. to be like, "This is wrong, I'm not okay with it, um, but it's okay, Lily's got this, Kaylee's got that mm-hmm. Erica's got yeah. this, like we've got it, but like it would be a whole lot easier mm-hmm. if everybody had it um so instead of think before you think an organizer, do something mm-hmm. um. You know, thanks for the thanks, but that's not really doing it, you know, and and it's not, it doesn't take any special powers or knowledge really to get involved. Once, once you have a cause that you really, um, that means something to you, you just can talk to other people about how to get it done. And then when you do talk to them, actually do it. Mm
1: -hmm. Don't waste our time and talk to us about it and not do it. Yeah. It's really like a, a trial and error sort of thing. You know, if one thing doesn't work, you know, try again. You, you don't have to feel like this failed. You know, you can always uh, self-critique yourself. It doesn't mean like yeah. uh, it's, you're cr- being critical. You're just like, how can I do better next time? But I like uh, Lily mentioned, I, I'm going to play some Kwame uh, videos later. But from the same lecture, he actually talked about um, the difference between Uh, a mobilizer and an organizer Mm -hmm. like Martin Luther King was more of a mobilizer and I really never thought about that that way you know I think a lot of people uh, like even myself could um, misunderstand that uh, Martin Luther King organized a lot of things but he really just you know was a reformist trying to reform policy trying to put pressure on politicians so I think it's important to like recognize those differences and like um, you know are like you know I guess like some like some of the big marches, um, even though they're doing great things, are is it more mobilizing like the March for Our Lives sort right. of thing, events like that, maybe the Women's March, or is it or more the, like organizing the, yeah. where you're doing stuff on the ground and you know right. you're actually doing programs and action and talking to people, building power. So I think that's a really important distinction. When you're thinking about getting involved into something, is this ask yourself, is this mobilizing or is this organizing? Yeah,
0: and where do I yeah, where do you belong? Are yeah. you an agitator? Are you you know, like what what are the things that 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 already fit for you? There are some really good graphics about that too, infographics. Mm-hmm. Um yeah like we had some people that are you know art activists like Laney, mm-hmm. who we love who you know we couldn't have done a lot of things without mm-hmm. Laney and her amazing visuals, and then other people who um like Adrian Feemster, who I would say is an amazing um mobilizer mm-hmm. you know super powerful um everybody has a place in the revolution, but you gotta get there, mm-hmm.
1: everyone has a role it's yeah. all important you know I, like there's some things I can't do that I'll do better in and others, so like you know every it- it helps the whole movement because you p- pick up the pace in some areas and it really does help a lot even if you don't think you're helping a lot it does yeah it's just like one like less thing that organizers have to do
0: yeah exactly researchers like mm-hmm. um like samantha you know people that do self-care and people that do um different like light-hearted things too like mm-hmm. don't forget about the the things that are positive that are happening um
1: if you're a think, farmer if you're yeah, like growing farmers, mm-hmm. yeah
0: we're we're getting there. I'm mm-hmm. proud of Reno. I feel like we're we're gonna get it. If they're really trying it for them.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm really like proud of like all the mutual aid uh groups that have popped yeah. up. I know there's a new group, uh, or maybe not they're not new, but um it's new to me. Uh Reno Soup for the Soul is uh-huh. a new mutual aid group and like Burrito Project is rel- relatively new and so it's great that the these programs have popped up during the pandemic because I don't know what a lot of folks would do without <sighs> them. For and even real. though we we have those uh com- badass community members, um, w- we still had deaths of our um houseless neighbors, yeah. and that's really sad and unfortunate. Um, and I think if we prioritize sheltering them and giving them uh food and water, that they could have lived. And it's unfortunate yeah. that there were any deaths this year.
0: And the tent drive is going very well. That's great. Um, yeah. yeah, lots of, I don't have the exact f- figures, I will ask um, Erica, but yeah, lots of tents have been given out and hand warmers and sweatshirts and stuff like that, and that's really helpful. Um, so now we are going to go to another um, another clip, right? Is this the Kwame clip time? I think we should do a song. Okay, we're going to do a song. Uh, this is off of one of my favorite albums uh, Most Deafs The Aesthetic You are listening to 97.7 KWNK Mass Liberation Radio
4: Revelation Sunshine Ecstatic Flock gold Standing in the sun, getting black as I want. He playing good, then that ain't backing me up. Skywalker, baby, ain't no jagging my hem. I got a whole lot to say, so I ain't talking to them. I hear me dropping and turn it up louder. Black freedom, black genius, black power. Black ain't printing the black dollar. And telling CIA, I say now one And CC a central bank. Loose change, body slamming, big money tanks. We tell God thanks. Y'all telling us that God don't rank. That's why your breath stink. Yuck. Lay off the bacon and the smokes. And quit laying off the good work folks. Quit the hoax. And lay off the corny color jokes. Call chili the pop, yellow the color to some woke. You big dope. Yuck. Keep them out your face. Keep them in your prayers. Either that or keep them in the crosshairs. Better still keep it even those of each. Cause until you get justice, you won't yeah. get what? peace. Peace. The Gunshot and set ba da 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 day They shout b b b b please please Shout please The firefight set Rumors and rumors and rumors of war Then I get then I don't know what they're for? And more, rumors and rumors and rumors of war Killers just kill and don't know what they care for And more, rumors and rumors and rumors of war Then I get dead and don't know what they did for And more, rumors and rumors and rumors of war, war.
0: Revelation That was Most Deaf Revelations from the Ecstatic Album. You're listening to 97.7 KWNK. I'm Lily.
1: And I'm Kaylee. And then KWNK is brought to you by over 50 DJs. At the top of the hour, we heard us talk about the Capitol Siege. And we talked about Makai Lee's anniversary, rest in power, Makaya Lee, and sending a lot of love um, to Susan If um, any of our listeners or community members want to, you know, donate anything to that family, um, please reach out to Lily and I, and we can get um, anything to her um, if you would like to give her something nice because she, yeah, really is going through a hard time. Like Lily said, no one should ever have to go through losing a son or a family, any family member.
0: Right. And she's so, um, will not ask for anything. Yeah. She will not ask. So if you think of something that she might like, just to let us know and we'll give it to her. Mm-hmm. This, this woman is the strongest person I know for sure right now. Or her
1: kids, you know, or her, yeah, her family. Or other young, young
0: boys um, in the family. And we just need to lift up the community for sure. Um, So we were talking about mutual aid. And then we were talking about other things going on. And uh, I thanks to... Um, a friend, Bryce Tomberlin, and um, Aven, his wife, Tomberlin, um, have allowed us to begin an, ex- an experiment at their home, which I'm calling the Hampton House because we're we're big fans of Fred Hampton over here, and um, we have started a garden project, and it kicked off this week. Um kind of impromptu but there's a lot of awesome space and I live in what I would call a food desert. Um a food desert is a place that you can't get fresh foods and vegetables by walking or um you know very quickly. But there's a lot of kids in the neighborhood and I think that Farming and gardening is really important and very therapeutic. I I know that that kept me going over the summer. Even even when my plants failed, it was just, like, getting my hands in the dirt and watering them and stuff that, like, helped me ground myself, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, And I want that for other people, and I especially want that for kiddos in the neighborhood. So I think that that is something that can be safe. Um, We have started asking, I don't want to buy any plants. I thought it would be cool to do like, um, the garden is a part of everybody's gardens. So if people grew stuff that was successful, um, last season and they send us some seeds and we'll grow them. And it's like a little piece of gear garden.
1: Is in my garden? <laughs> it's so, <laughs> so cute. cute thinks yeah. I'm
0: really excited about plants. Um, my son designed the poster and I have a funny story about this. I actually didn't tell you. I think it's very funny. Um, it's a, It's a green fist, like a green power fist, and there's a plant sprouting out of it. Cute. And I posted it in one of, and I didn't tell him to do this. Everyone always thinks my kid is indoctrinated, everyone who doesn't know me (laughs) that well. But if you met him, you would realize that, like, he indoctrinated himself. Yes. Like, the kid is, he's earned his stripes. Uh, (laughs) But, so, I posted it in a gardening group that I'm in, because I don't know if anybody knows, I'm a plant nerd. I love plants. Um, and this person got so mad about it. They went off. They're like, Oh, is this the communist antifa organization?
1: <laughs> like, oh my god.
0: Like he was big mad about a green power fist with a plant out like community garden for children. Yeah. And, and and community members. Like the idea is that we're going to learn together and grow together and try to get some of these things. Um, Going and then also have enough of it to send people home with their own starter gardens. So um, we have a big compost and soil program that we started first because obviously it's all going to start with soil. Um, And so the idea that like, let's say, little Susie comes um, once a week or whatever and... She is enjoying it. She learns how to grow food. She learns how to harvest bees. She learns about all of these cool things. She learns about chickens. And at the end of it, we give her a bag of soil and some seeds. And then she plants some plants in her garden. And then she teaches her family. And then they get into gardening. And then their next-door neighbors do. Like Ideally, we would have food or livestock or um, flowers, pollinators, native plants, just anything in all of our in our neighborhoods right and all of our homes and that is um a nice feeling of power too
1: yeah i think those are like great skills to learn um i like think about uh what killer mike said if uh, none of our people grow wheat then who are going to feed our people when our right. people need to eat so i think everyone should learn how to be keep and garden and grow your own food because when um Poop hits the fan. What are you going to do? Yeah, we've already
0: seen that was the <laughs> first thing that happened. It was like the first thing it was like, oh, crap. We don't people don't have food. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I know some sometimes I have enough to give people. Sometimes I don't. But I always want to. Yeah. But I can't always. So it's like sometimes when you have a garden, you have a, a plentiful, especially if you grow stuff like zucchini, you know, mm-hmm. you have um, all these crops and giving them away is really important. So, yeah, this guy got really mad. And said that wow. we were indoctrinating children and how dare we do
1: this. And I was just. <laughs> What's so scary about uh, Antifa and Gardening. communism? I don't
0: <laughs> know. I don't know. It's like, <laughs> it's like it's a garden, Stephen. Calm down. Yeah. And then they had to take down the post because they were so. Wow. Like, they're like the, the imagery is really telling. I'm like, yes. Oh, is this? Oh, yeah. They said that. um, Is this by the Black Lives Matter or Black Wall Street is um, one of the partners in the Mm -hmm. garden and as well as NNDSA. And that's because those are groups that we F with. Basically, anyone who who, wants to
1: be. Yeah. Northern have had a uh, so- Democratic socialist, not communist. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, right.
0: it's, it's we're socialists, not communists, not that you knew the difference. Yeah. <laughs> or else you wouldn't be afraid.
1: <laughs> They'd be still be really afraid. Excited. Yeah. if yeah. Social,
0: Socialism is scary too. It's so scary thinking about things like <laughs> health care and education, mm-hmm. you know um cuba doesn't have a lot of doc the most doctors because socialism is bad
1: (laughs) yeah i think yeah i I saw something today actually that their numbers are so low for the covid that they can't even test their vaccine because they don't have enough people to test it on because that's how like it's so back to normal everywhere else in the country except the u.s yeah yeah (laughs) so we've seen how that works Uh (laughs) yeah yeah
0: Oh geez. So um yeah, so we're doing that. And some people are big mad about it, but some people aren't. And I've got our first two shipments from community members of Seeds. And I'm so freaking excited about it. It's um, exciting. Yes. So so excited. Um, so thank you to those people. I will shout you out when I don't have the mail in front of me, or else I would shout them out now. Oh. <laughs> um, but thank you so much. And um, if anybody wants to get involved, you can DM me, but it's going to be Saturdays at noon. And then there's another um, NNDSA garden, too, Katarina's Garden, and they work on Sundays. So we're going to get this bread,
1: literally. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I'm just curious, like, how did... uh? Like, Northern Nevada DSA and Black Wall Street. Like, how do you guys all link up for this awesome project?
0: So, so I've been in, in Northern Nevada DSA for a little while. And then I kind of took a hiatus because I didn't feel like it was the most... Um, that it was the thing that I needed to be doing at that point that it was doing what I need, the, what I Mm. wanted to do. It was, um, a lot of meetings. I was trying to get there with my son and then I got another job. Like it just wasn't working out. Um, but then they kind of did a regime change and, um, and like a reprioritization and then linked up a little bit more with YDSA. And now we're cooking. Um, so we're, I'm going to be a national chapter. We're very close to doing that. Um, and there are a lot of tangible actions happening, mm-hmm. um, which I think is really important. So, um, Katarina's garden is one of the projects that is from, that was started in the old regime, but it just like, it had so much power behind it and it kept going and it was so successful. They're like, oh, we're looking for other gardens. Then, um, Bryce and even as you know, um, were very nice enough to have, to trust me with their home and to use it for community um, ventures. And one of the things about this home is it has so much yard space. Um, so I thought it would be really great to get the community involved. Also, um, I live in a neighborhood that has a lot of black and brown kids in it. Um, and I'm just, I'm a gardening and food enthusiast and have been, you know, volunteer at other farms and everything like that. But, um, block farming is something that is, um, it's a rich tradition of, um, it's a rich African tradition and it's as ancient as it gets. Um, the, the Pharaohs were, um, buried with seeds with, Mm -hmm. um, Pharaoh and Kamut and other, um, valuable seeds. And it's very, um, culturally significant to me. And I think that a lot of, um, Black kids, especially, kind of learn about like farming, like from the um, lens of slavery. Like, mm-hmm. oh, like black people like started farming, or like um, indigenous people learn about, or indigenous kids that are in colonized schools learn about, like, oh, and then we helped the mm-hmm. colonizers and gave them corn when it was like, no, you were just already doing it, mm-hmm. um, and this happened. Yes. <laughs> they made you do this. Yeah. Um. So I feel like it's something that is really important. Um. For for our youth to know about and to be involved with. And I know that Black Wall Street has been doing a lot of outreach, um, and wants to do a lot of outreach with kids. And I thought this would be a fun, um, fun and important element to that. So I asked um, Romar and Donald if they'd want to be involved and make that part of Black Wall Street also, because I knew they were wanting to do stuff with kids, but, um, I wasn't seeing where, like, what exactly what they were doing. So I was like, let's start something, you know, mm-hmm. and we can start with that. And I do miss teaching a lot, so I thought that would be mm-hmm. kind of cool to do it. It's a teaching garden. We're all learning and teaching because <laughs> I have no idea how the hell to <laughs> raise a bee, but I'm going to try. Yeah. I'm going to learn from somebody else who's going to help us with bees. Yeah. Um, that's- so that's, yeah, so that's kind of how it came together. And then um, NNDSA is um, helping with some of the folks Um, Shout out to Sarah, who is the the garden aficionado who started Katerina's garden, who um, came over and kind of started helping me imagine this one. So hopefully, um, after this season, we can find somebody else who would like to do their own garden in their neighborhood too, and um, and just keep it going. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, I think it's really sounds really great. Like I think I love how you're not just only teaching kids about. Um gardening and beekeeping and growing food, but you're also teaching that um how important community is and how important it is to um give to people who don't have anything you know and I think the kids will like see that you know this food will go to people who um are food insecure right now
0: yeah exactly and then and then it can it, it can be if even if it is you that's food insecure that like you can find um Find your own power into how to help help yourself with that mm-hmm. kind of thing. And, um, you know, I know Blackwell, she gives out food and stuff, too. So I was like, that would be so cool if we mm-hmm. grew food. That they could give out grew food for mm-hmm. other people. So um, that's just starting. We just started this last yeah. weekend. But um, anybody is welcome.
1: We're... I love the collaboration with all the groups. Thank you. I love to collaborate. <laughs> you know yeah. me.
0: Yeah. A little collaborator over here. And then second thing um, As a a response to our least favorite school district right now, um, we started the Black Leaders in Education Project, and that is with myself and Sean Richardson, uh, Dr. Albert Lee, almost Dr. Edward Coleman, um, Donald Youssef, and I want to I think that's it. Um, some black folks that would really love to teach some actual black history, um, and some of the more redacted moments in history that our kids are not going to learn because they're deemed political. And this is going to be a web series, it's kind of a trial run, so um, it'll start next week and go until Juneteenth. And all of us are going to take a subject and expand on it, and we're inviting anybody in the community who has kids or who doesn't, um, but like sixth grade and up for you as a family to sit down and um, learn about some of these historical events and figures um, to, to really give, uh, do that deep dive that we all need to do um, because there's, there's so much history. Um, But another, another thing is, you know, for, for black and brown kids to, Learn about their history and how amazing the contributions um, that our ancestors um, have given to to our communities instead of learning like, you know, slavery and you weren't allowed to read. (laughs) You know, like those are things that really stuck out to me instead of saying like, you know, we didn't learn about Langston Hughes ever in an elementary or high school, I don't think. Um, You know, people like that that were just incredible and and have shaped the world and the culture that we do have right now. Um, So just trying to remedy that situation because I feel, and so do my colleagues, that the district had long enough to deliberate. And they are just having meeting after meeting and releasing statement after statement and not actually doing anything. So definitely watch out for that, folks. When you see an organization address an issue but not address an issue not mm-hmm. do something tangible it's time to hold them accountable i know that they have you know they keep releasing statements and saying they're going to do stuff but you know they had plenty of time mm-hmm.
1: if this were about white culture they'd roll out you know they'd roll it all out they want to talk mm-hmm. about the capital already yeah so no one has an excuse anymore for not reading uh any allies out there yeah. not reading literature you can uh tune into this web series um it goes all the way up to Juneteenth, as Lily said. That's for everybody, not just uh, uh, brown and black kids. But I think yeah. it's important that, that you mention that because it's, you know, our school doesn't teach um, accurate history. It's very uh, been colonized. Yeah, supremacists. And, you know, <laughs> exactly.
0: And even my, you know, my kid, <laughs> I leave you with a funny, a funny thing that on his Zoom call this week, he accidentally left his mic on and said, because they were talking about Juneteenth. And reconstruction um, (laughs) in class. And he left his mic on and said, did you know the Mr. So-and-so didn't even know what Juneteenth was until he was 40? And that teacher was on the line. And I said, well, that doesn't surprise me. And I was on speakerphone. So that's
1: the tea. (laughs) That is funny, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Zoom class. Zoom (laughs) class, yeah. Uh, Goofs. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Well, it's been so lovely catching up with you. Yes, of course. I love coming in every week. um, And it was nice to have an episode where it's just the two of us. And it's like, I'm interviewing you. You're talking to each other, having conversation. And it was nice. Yes.
0: And everybody, thank you so much for listening to us and for all the support. Get out there and do some stuff. Um, You've been listening to Mass Liberation Radio 97.7
1: KWNK. I'm Lily. And I'm Kaylee, and uh, we'll close out with um, some Kwame Turi. Um, most people know him as uh, Stokely Carmichael. Some clips from him. Have a great week, everybody.
5: I'm against capitalism. I know it is the enemy of my people. I know we will not be free until it is destroyed, and I know it is going to be destroyed. They confuse people about socialism. Brother the other day said, why well, ain't no socialist? I said, why not, brother? He said, because it's a white thing. I said, oh, really? You see, Europe tries to make believe that everything that comes out of the world comes out of Europe. I told the man, I said, socialism ain't no white thing. He said, yes, it is. He said, Karl Marx discovered it. I told him, Karl Marx never discovered socialism. He cannot. You call the laws of gravity Newton's laws. He cannot invent this. He can only observe it and record it. For us, there is no in-between on socialism or capitalism. We know this. Socialism is nothing but an economic system like capitalism. There can only be two in the world, only two. And there can only be two because each economic system must answer one fundamental question. Who will own and control the means of production? Who will own and control the wealth of the country? The question can only be answered two ways. Either a few will own or everybody will own. It's as simple as that. Uh, America, you know, people get confused. The other day I was talking about the rebellion in uh, Los Angeles in April. A journalist said, well, you seem excited about it." Of course I am. It means resistance is growing. I'm a revolutionary. I want resistance to grow. He said, well, you know, these people burned up their property. I not give me a break. <laughs> In capitalist system, property is more important than everything else. It's a sacred, sacred, sacred value. And private property, oh, that's the most sacred of all. They're so sacred that even men think the women are their private property. But if I'm willing to die for my liberation, what's my house? (laughs) Okay, for my freedom, I'll burn anything. I won't even think twice about it, you understand? So uh, don't let them confuse you. Resistance is growing, and they're trying to stop it by confusing you. Which you burn in your own buildings. i burn your mama for my freedom. <laughs> Once history.